Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. And I'm your host, Chris. Hi, host, Chris. Hello, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about yourself on this fine, what is it, Thursday? Uh, Yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Thursday, a day sometime of before humidity. when this is released. Humidity, yes. So it was pretty humid yeah. outside. I am told. No, I was out <laughs> earlier. So here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, we don't talk about the humidity. Well, actually, we do. We do talk about the humidity probably a little too often. But what we are here to do is talk about uh, straight-to-stream science fiction and science fiction-adjacent TV shows, movies, fan films, whatever. Visual entertainment media. Visual entertainment media. Yes. What did we watch this week, Chris? We watched another entry from Hasaf Dulal. Mm. Dulul? Dulul? Has. 2036. Origin unknown. Movies with colons in the name. <laughs> if we can peel the kimono back for just a second, we just want everyone to know that we were going to review this movie two or three months ago. Yes. And then we realized that we had four, like, four movies with years in them, like, <laughs> almost in a row. We were like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that again. We're not going to do that again. So. Yes. As, that is one of the reasons. Also, I think <laughs> Justice League happened and took up mm-hmm. a lot of time and. And then all the Marvel stuff was coming out. We wanted to be prompt. And yes. So you say this all the time. I've never heard anyone else say peel back the kimono. Oh, okay. I can get what it means via like, because of I'm smart and context clues. But like, where did you, when did you start saying that? I've probably heard it somewhere. Just It sounds funnier than saying peel back the curtain. Uh, so. Does it now? Are you sure it's not, yeah. you know, cultural appropriation? Well, I think it's also supposed to represent like peeling back the kimono, like you're you're revealing, revealing more than you would to <laughs> just any other stranger. Yeah. Yes. The yes. look at the inside of my kimono. There's oh. another kimono. Yes, They're just kimonos <laughs> all the way down. So 2036, <laughs> origin unknown, is a 2018 British science fiction adventure film. Hmm. Directed by Hasraf Dalol, written by him uh, and someone named Gary Hall. It stars Katie Sackoff, who is also a returning actress to the podcast, and Stephen mm-hmm. Cree. Well, the voice of Stephen Cree. Yes, it stars <laughs> yeah. his voice and his inflections. Yes, yes. Just to get some facts out of the way. On IMDb, this has got just over 7,600 ratings, coming in at 4.4 stars out of 10 possible stars, with a median score of 4. Did you have any Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic ratings? Yes and no. Okay. There are no critical reviews available. Well, let me rephrase that. There are not enough critical reviews (laughs) for either Rotten Tomatoes and or Metacritic. But 35% audience score, Rotten Tomatoes, 5.6 user score on Metacritic. Really? 5.6? Interesting. Based on 25 ratings. Normally Metacritic's Metacritic drawing us down. Yeah, and 250 plus ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Just to give the people a little bit of an idea of what this movie is, do you have a blurb? I had a blurb. I have the oh, IMDb blurb. While you're looking for your blurb. Blurb me. After a failed mission to Mars, AI slash Artie, and this is 
A.I.ARTI, all caps, is now used for the 2036 mission with a few human supervisors. A monolith of unknown origin is found there. It will have a big effect on Earth. Uh, the one on Amazon Prime is the exact same. Very nice. Over on Wikipedia, it says that the film follows mission controller Mackenzie Mac Wilson, played by Katie Sackhoff, and Artie, an artificial intelligence system, voiced by Cree, as they discover a mysterious object on Mars and witness it transporting to Earth by faster-than-light travel. Very nice. Like Chris mentioned, this is our second independent film uh, directed and written by Hasraf Dalol, or Has, H-A capital Z, as he's known pretty much everywhere. I think this is his nickname. The other one he did was The Beyond, that really mm-hmm. bad fake documentary, uh, something about robots and the next level of human evolution and killing people in the military just for being there and but otherwise peaceful. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I chose this because I wanted to see something else he had done after the beyond, because the beyond was one of the most boring things I've ever had to sit through. I apologize for anything negative I've ever said about any teacher while I was going through school because I've, I was not bored to death. Then I was bored to death now. <laughs> and I, of course, Katie Sackhoff being attached to it. She's a great actress. We've seen her in other things. So that's why I chose this. But Chris, why don't you give us your thoughts and opinions first? And also, maybe explain this movie to me. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Which which part? You don't know what the movie's about or you don't know if you like it? Yes. Um, (laughs) I mean, if if I'm being completely honest, if I'm being just objective, I think this movie has potential. (laughs) Has. I think it's got a lot of ideas. I'm not sure if it reaches any of them at any point. Like, there's a weird... So the last movie he made, The Beyond, like, literally the last. I'm not I'm not just saying, like, the last one we watched. The Beyond came out in 2017. This was released in 2018. Right. I guess the point of The Beyond is that in order to get past Earth, humanity is going to have to do something different. And that something different is place possibly our consciousness into the bodies of human 2.0s, which were just essentially cybernetic robots, right? They were husks things, right? Yes. They were able to transfer these people's, like, I don't want to say brainwaves. No, no, they literally transported the entire brain into yeah. these robots. Yeah, these robots. Yeah. And, but later on, they were able to download the information out of it because it was a robot. Look, I don't know. There were some plot holes and some inconsistencies in that whole thing. But yes, that was the idea. In this one, I think he does the exact same thing where he takes what should be a science fiction story about what might possibly be like discovering an alien intelligence. Because I think that like that is a very common sci-fi trope. And not even I would even say trope so much as I would say theme, which is humanity discovering that we are not alone in the universe. And it can be told very well, it can be told very poorly. Yes. I've seen Star Wars. <laughs> and I've also seen Star Wars. That's, that's well, not accurate I, at all. At that point, we're already... That's true. <laughs> we already know that there's aliens that's at that true. point, right? In this movie, I don't think his ideas are bad. I think that he's able to translate them to the screen a little better than he was able to for the beyond. Well, you had you had like actors acting? Yeah. <laughs> well, he... To spoil the movie, spoilers in 3, 2, 1. 
we already knew that there was a monolith on Mars, or we had already encountered it at some point. So at the beginning of this movie, there is a mission to Mars. Actually, hold on. Let's do the plot breakdown here in just a second. Essentially, I think this movie is unfinished. Not necessarily the movie, but I think the story is unfinished. I think the problem is, is if you're going to tell a movie and you're not going to finish your story, Hmm. you better have a damn good reason for me to watch the sequel. Because I'm not going to watch 2037 Origin Known. I'm just not going to do it. It's not fully baked. Yeah. It has Katie Sackhoff near the end of the movie spend about 45 to 60 seconds staring at the screen preaching (laughs) and spoilers in, in 3, 2, 1 encouraging this robot AI to destroy the earth. I have a note. I don't have very many notes for this movie because not a lot happened. But my my first note is how she said Schrodinger instead of Schrodinger, and that upset me. <laughs> my second note is, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> when the AI that reveals all along, I've been trying to destroy humanity. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's not necessarily true. It came to the conclusion at the very end. That's what it needed. Well, no, he to do, said he had been spending years hast- doing anything he could to hasten along our inevitable extinction. And now that he had oh, all of the orbital that. missiles and whatnot, he could just do it. And he blows up the Earth. Which can we talk about? How much munition? How many magnetic missiles do you need to blow up the Earth? It's a lot. So we'll do a minor plot breakdown for the listeners. Sure. If for whatever reason you decided to not watch this movie, which... Whatever. Good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Good idea. If you didn't watch this movie, congratulations. At the beginning of this movie, there is a mission to Mars. And the the pilot or one of the members of the crew is the father of the two two of the characters of this movie. Mackenzie and... Lena. Lena. Two of the four characters. When they land on... When they're about to land on Mars, they have... Another person with them, who's a, a, a woman who I don't think we ever get her name. No. And then Artie, the artificial intelligence, I mean, clever. Ooh. There's some kind of energy surge, and we actually get to see it. The characters who are on Earth don't get to see it. But there is apparently a rover on Mars that actually records this event. And we don't actually get to see that information to the very end. But a giant cube is found mm-hmm. by this rover, and... Apparently, Artie has the ability to be in two places at once. His artificial intelligence matrix is on Earth. But I guess somehow, before they discover faster than light travel, he is able to have his... Well, he's a he's a an AI, right? You can just copy himself and be somewhere else and then recombine the memories later. He's able to be live on the ship, or he's able to be live on a satellite and on Earth at the same time. I don't know how that works. Well, they talk about hyperlight communication, communication faster than the speed of light. But I don't know yeah. if they'd invented that by the at the beginning of the movie or if it got invented between this incident and when the rest of the movie happens. Unsure. Right. I think that the movie is three quarters of a good movie, but the payoff is just not great, if that makes sense. Katie Sackhoff talking to a lamp desk looking AI she brings it. I think it looks like the the interactions with them are great. The the acting is good. 
the mystery of what is going on is good. There's layers to it. What is Lena hiding? The head of whatever this is. What's going on with the cube? Why is this other guy trying to investigate? And why aren't we letting him investigate from the government? There's all of this, all these layers to this mystery. And the, the just the payoff just isn't there. The payoff is that Artie basically invented himself by reiterating, reiterating himself over and over and over again, based on a, presumably alien technology. And now he's running simulations to find a human companion because he's killed all the others. I, I don't know. So like the, that ending just didn't, I was good once Artie killed Sterling, which was great, by the way, that's that effect, like the listening to my headphones, because I'm, you know, sitting at the desk watching the movie earlier today. And that thud, man, that was some Foley. That was great. I mean, obviously it was some Foley. It was some great Foley is what I'm trying to say. Like that should have been Katie Sackoff's character, Mac. That should have been her cl- her cue. Oh, let's shut this guy down. We're done. You know, Lord, nothing more is <laughs> happening. You have murdered somebody, not well, just anybody, late. but a government agent. I'm just going to wash yeah. my hands of this and wait for the inevitable, you know, the officers to show up. It was too late at that point. Well, no, he's still the the panel was off and he was in maintenance mode, so he couldn't do anything. And she actually, after finding oh, yeah, him yeah, dead, yeah. went and That's closed, true, yeah. like flipped his switch and closed the panel, basically finished rebooting him. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. like, I think I loved everything up until, I guess, the payoff. I thought it was a little heavy-handed once again. Not as heavy-handed as the Beyond. But this guy has, he obviously has a theme, and he's sticking to it. And that is that humanity is ruining Earth. And we're never going to be able to fix it. Blah, blah, blah. Which is a fine theme. It's just, in both of these movies, that theme comes at the end. It's not a constant, it's not a, a slow realization of what's going on. It's a, I've been doing this all along, even though it's not related to a monolith on Mars. It's not related to a government investigation about alien intelligence and artificial intelligence. It's this completely other thing. It's out of left field. It means nothing. This is the same with the within of the beyond with, oh, it's the second Earth. What are we going to do? Exploit it? Capitalism's yeah. let's horrible. Only send, let's only send robots over there. Yes, yeah. yes. Capitalism <laughs> is horrible. I sell my movies on, on Vimeo for $3, you know? Like, <laughs> I think that the cinematography is great. The shots are good. The CGI is very well done and that you know it's a low-budget CGI, but they, they put enough... They, they did the... Uh, <laughs> the late 90s early 2000s thing where they're like we'll put dust and fog around it so you can't tell oh, the yeah, jaggies yeah, yeah. are here uh the jagged edges of the the cgi which but i thought it looked great i thought it did great i just plot wise it just broke down yeah and while i agree with you that sackoff near the end sorry mac the character is definitely a big contender for idiot of the movie uh, let's go and get that argument out of the way lena for whatever she was doing she allows an ai to create itself and it's like that's the future we're humanity's gonna die and we're gonna we're gonna go through the stars via our artificial intelligence and they'll live forever long after we're dead i'm like blah 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 and i'm like she sounds like a bond villain <laughs> in fact i might have well i might have heard bond villains have better arguments than her bullcrap <laughs> I just, but can we even trust the story that we're being told if it's all an elaborate Turing test, right? That's true. So for anyone who doesn't know, the word Turing test is used, I think, three times in this movie. A Turing test is a test of a machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behavior equivalent to or indistingu- indistinguishable from that of a human. Right. So 
who knows if Lena is actually being an idiot? Like hmm. she's like, it's weird that she she says these things, and you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like it, if we have the ability to travel faster than the speed of light, we don't. I mean, I, look, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be around long enough to know if humans will not be on the Earth forever. I'm just not. I wasn't born in that time frame. I'm not going to know in 200, 300, 400, 500 years what's going on on the planet Earth. However. If I had the ability to affect change, I would do everything in my power to make sure that we're around long enough. And if I am in charge of what the United States, the United Space Planetary Corporation. Yes. Which. SpaceX, but with a different uh, name. Yes. Well, a, a little better than Space Agency. Good job. Upgrade. It is a step up Upgrade. from Space Agency. Yes. I'll um, give you so that. this lady, Lena, I guess she's supposed to be like Elon Musk, right? I think she's just in charge. I don't know if she's not some big billionaire yeah. or whatever she's just in Fair charge enough. of the space agency or at least there because she talks about talking to a board blah 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 so yeah so that all being said if she is a real person at the beginning of this movie mm, yeah she definitely is an idiot but if she is just a construct of the simulation i can't i don't know if i can give her any i don't know if i can agree with if that she's a construct both. of the simulation isn't sterling also a construct and Jean, the guy who's only on the phone, isn't he also mm. a construct? Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. What's real, what's not? Ooh, origin <laughs> unknown. Yeah, I don't know. It, like I said, I just feel like it's harder to dive into this because the payoff and the twist just don't, it just doesn't hit properly. Yeah. And I think that's a testament to this guy's, I don't want to say his storytelling because it's not very good, but I think it's a testament to the story itself is... We can't even agree on what is or isn't. Yeah, and that's fine. The movie like that that could be yeah. on purpose, and I you know like that's yeah. that's awesome. But give me something to think about besides yeah. you know I, I at least I'm I'm happy that the AI said hey I'm going to destroy the Earth and then he did it like he <laughs> followed through on his plans. <laughs> I'm just saying like how many times have we seen a story and then nope those plucky humans they make it through. Yeah, overall. I think I think we can both agree that the the film's well shot, but overall not earth shattering. <laughs> I I see your face. You're laughing at your own joke. I always laugh at my own jokes. I'm hilarious. If I, so, if no one else is gonna laugh, then I'm gonna laugh. This movie's 94 minutes. Yes, that's one hour and 34 minutes. I think had this movie ended probably around 80. Yeah, I was gonna say probably an hour and 20. Yeah, like had it literally just ended. With her suffocating in the room? Oh no, I was I was thinking of like as the as the missiles are flying towards Earth, and we just slowly pan in on her shocked face as she's staring oh. at the screen, yeah. and then it just ends. But we had to have a payoff for her weird visions. Were they coming sure. from the cube? That's when they started. Who? What's happening? Yeah, nothing. She's right. just an android, I guess, sitting in the middle of a magic cube in deep space talking to aliens it's there's other cubes maybe or is that a kaleidoscope of weirdness who knows man i think they travel to a different they either travel to a different part of the galaxy yeah. or they travel to a different part of the universe because those are both they do the little spinny thingy yes and then they just disappear yeah and then they appear later and there's a bunch of other cubes right i just didn't know so. if those were the like reflections or if they were actually other cubes because the effect yeah. of them spinning was a little 
trippy. Well, and also to reference another science fiction intellectual property that we refer to often. I think there's a few episodes of Star Trek where they go outside the bounds of what can be considered our universe. And it looks real trippy there. Yes. Because we, we can't. Obviously, we don't know what it looks we like. We can't process it. Our puny yeah. human brains can't handle the vastness <laughs> of space. Now, I prefer the Futurama approach where you get to the edge of the universe and you see your other selves from the next universe over wave. Mm. Nope. I can tell from your mm. face you don't know what I'm talking about. I, I may not have seen that episode. Oh, they go to the, yeah, they go to the edge and there's all, it's them on the other edge over there, but they're all cowboys because it's a parallel universe where everyone's a cowboy. I don't know. Fair it's enough. It's cute. Fair enough. I agree with the 4.4 4 on IMDb. I think that's about right. I don't feel like it's lower because it is well shot and Katie Sackhoff gives it everything. She is fantastic. I think she's a good actress, but I think she really brings it in this. It's just, I can't give anything higher than that because it's pointless. It's not as pointless as the beyond. It is a step up. I will watch his next movie as long as we still have a podcast to talk about it on. (laughs) All in all, I can say that personally, I think this movie was worth the price of subscription. But I don't know if I can recommend it to a lot of people because I because mm. the people that are going to watch this movie are, and enjoy it are like real artsy. Yeah, where they're like really deep into like the they're like, oh, man, that's real, like deep and mind blowing. Mm. <laughs> but the problem is, is this movie isn't. It tries to be. That's the main problem is it. I, I think it tries to it has its feet in two different ponds. But neat, but it's so it's on the shallow end of both sides, so it doesn't really get to the like something I don't about know. being too I, hot or no, it's lukewarm. It's neither hot nor cold. Something there's a Bible verse. I just it, I'm gonna it, delete it, that. <laughs> I would agree with the the five point six only because it's so beautiful, for lack of a better word. But uh, yeah, no, it just it, it falls flat on its face. Apparently, this guy. Uh, has or has i, I apologize I don't, i'm gonna i think it's has is what i'm gonna go with until corrected by somebody who knows better apparently he's he garners quite a bit of attention for some of his short films including one that later turned into the beyond uh called project chronos that had like this fake documentary style blah 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 he's done a few others and i wonder if his short film style just isn't translating to the feature length like he's trying to hit that 90 minutes but his story is not a 90 minute story do you know what i mean mm-hmm. I- i'm gonna proposition you here on the air i'd like to propose that we check out one or two of his short stories or not short stories movies sometime in the next however long when, when we're looking at other short films just to okay. see like i'd like some i i want to see something else I-, I wanted to see this because i saw the beyond and it was like there's no way this guy can make this is not a one-off from some, from some, you know, trust fund kid who thinks he knows how to make movies. I don't, I don't know. That's not even that expensive. So who knows? I just thought, it, I thought the beyond not being a one-off or some cheap production company or what have you was weird. So I wanted to see another one. And now I'm like, okay, like we both said, this movie needed to be shorter. Even if you kept the same twists and everything, but you condensed it to even like 30 minutes it could be good it's very well shot trivia and imdb says it was shot in nine days so it's not like mm-hmm. spent a lot of time on it they, they prepped they got it um it, i think he does a, a lot of his own visual effects maybe not all of the processing but i think he has his foot in that world too so like i said i think if we can find a short film of his that i don't have to pay money for i'll watch it okay how about you i'd be willing to to do that good i'd like to give a shout out to some of the the actors yeah we've besides, named them all uh 
Well, go ahead. Besides Katie Sackoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling Brooks, played by one Ray Fearon. Ferron? I'm not sure. I'm almost certain this guy's made an appearance on our podcast, but I, I don't think he has. Been in a lot of stuff. He's got 66 acting credits on IMDb. Nice. He was in a, a short called Breach. Not the movie. Not the movie we watched. Breach. Okay. He was in Harry Potter. He was in The Foreigner. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, Snatch, the show. So he's been in some stuff. A lot of, looks like a lot of British television, which is cool. One of the other principal actors, Julie Cox, who played Lena, she's been in a lot of things as well. She's got 43 acting credits. She was in Children of Dune. Okay. I think it was the made for TV version of that. I think that the the third attempt at the made for TV version of Dune. Yeah, it looks like she's just in a lot of television and TV movies, which is cool. And then Stephen Cree, the voice of Stephen Cree, <laughs> has been in 57 things, a lot of television. He was also in The Titan. So oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's another Netflix original that I don't think we're ever going to watch. No. Uh, but he has done a lot of a lot of voice work. He was also he was a voice in Brave. Cool. Ah, I recognize him now. He was in Outlander. Oh. Okay. Okay. You ever watch that show? Is that the one where the the modern day woman gets transported back in time for yes. some unex, unex, yes. yeah for some reason I watched maybe the whole first episode didn't was not interested okay. it uh I don't I wouldn't say I don't want to say it's bad or it gets better because it's a pretty good show very adult he was also Maleficent not uh, Outlaw Malifica? King no Melissa <laughs> Maleficent <laughs> the one with uh Miss Jolie comma Angelina and then uh there's some unknowns here. There's a character named Jill Valentine that I don't think we ever see on screen. She might be the voice of the other. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Person. You've on the mission. you've talked about everyone who shows up and has a voice. We see and has a voice part plus Stephen Cree. Yeah. S- voice part, so. speaking part. That's the words I'm looking for. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of SWAT members that, you know, I'm just gonna name their names real quick. I mean, okay. uh, Neil Robertson, Matthew Hathaway, or I'm sorry, Matthew Holloway. They deserve it. Sure. Uh, Philip Boggan. Archie Gemmel, Andrew Robertson, G-R-A-E-M-E. Graham? Graham? Graham Atkinson. And then Judd Carlton is already stated. But then David C. is Jean. Jean Lynn, yes. Um, Just a voice. He was in um, Spy Game, which is a really good movie. Yeah. And then Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. I didn't know that 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 movie was called Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Doesn't matter. It's, It's a... It doesn't matter. That's just a movie I'll never watch again. <laughs> I've never actually seen it. Irregardlessly, go watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Your life will be unchanged. If you can think of better movies for us to watch, send those suggestions our way. You can email us, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, at sci-fi-wiseguys. Or even, if you're over the age of 50, on Facebook. The Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group. We take all suggestions, complaints, questions, concerns. You know what, though? Keep your complaints. It's fine. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) If you liked this episode, you'll enjoy hearing our voices. Or even if you didn't, make sure to share us with your friends. Share us with your enemies. Hit that little notification button, the bell, the follow, whatever it is on your podcasting platform of choice to make sure you get notified when new things are released and make sure to leave that five-star review on iTunes. And uh, for any new listeners out there, we release our mainline episodes on Monday. And then occasionally we'll have a bonus episode on pretty much any day of the week, but most of the time they do arrive on Thursday, but on special occasions, if a movie comes out on Friday, because you know, 
production companies are not considerate of our time, uh, you might get an episode <laughs> on Saturday. And if you really, really liked what you heard, you did all the things that Anthony asked you to do, and you got to go to the extra mile because you just need to feed our egos, head on over to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys, become a patron, get access to episodes early, exclusive member uh, content, behind the scenes, things that we like to call out of pod. Um, you'll catch all the stuff that Anthony cuts because it was too adult uh, or it had nothing to do with the thing that we were watching, which is Often. surprisingly a lot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and just remember to stay healthy, stay hydrated. And if you're having visions, you might be in a Turing test. Thanks go for listening. Go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go see a medical go professional. Do- <laughs> <laughs> and just remember that you are loved by the host and the community of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Hey, uh, Chris, real quick. What's up, my dude? I don't think you should tell people that are hearing voices that it might be an AI trying to influence their <laughs> life. I think you should tell them to get medical help. Take their meds. Don't feed into the delusions, Chris. Hey, you're the one who can cut that. No. <laughs> you have the power. Not stated. I want everyone to know where you lie on schizophrenic voices. I said visions. I didn't say oh, anything you did about say voices. Visions. I you're said right. You did visions. say visions. <laughs> get it together.